Moncrief on News Talk. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk 087 1400 106 is our uh, WhatsApp number. Barbara and Declan uh, join us are. once again for uh, high level political commentary. Good uh, afternoon. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Uh, this is going to sound awful uh, and uh. that I'm really prudish. Yes. We had new neighbours move in a few months ago and my husband and I are pretty sure they are popular swingers. <laughs> I like the word popular swingers. Five yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. stars on yeah. Yelp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you got to compare it with? Uh, they're gorgeous and lovely but on the first weekend of every month they seem to invite a lot of couple friends over and when it comes to late night Jesus, I swear the noise and sounds and thumping we can hear is enough to wake the dead. It's particularly disturbing in the early hours of Sunday morning. My nieces are staying this weekend and now my husband and I agree we need to finally address the issue but we're unsure how to do it without causing embarrassment. One option we're considering is drafting a letter to express our concerns and discreetly dropping it through the letterbox. However, my husband deems this approach as potentially too passive-aggressive. He directs, <laughs> he suggests a direct confrontation, uh, knocking on their door and addressing the issue face-to-face. Yet I'm not entirely comfortable with this approach and he acknowledges his reluctance to confront them alone. Therefore, our current dilemma revolves around two key questions. First, how should we deliver the message via a letter or in person? And second, how can we address the matter without causing undue embarrassment for anyone involved? <laughs> face to face, but without making eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's well, so much in it. this that made me laugh. Like the, the popular swingers. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. But also, I love things that start with like, I'm not a racist. I'm not British, yes, but, but I'm yeah. not. But, um, do you know, but like what they, the, the question they need to ask themselves is, what is the problem here? The problem is noise. That's all. Yeah, that's the you problem. You need to yeah. divorce. No, don't give me that. You need to divorce the noise Ooh. from why or what's going on to cause the noise. If they were having a party every Sunday or Saturday, whenever it is, and they were just playing music and dancing around the hall and the living room and making loads of noise, it would be the same disturbance. Um, yeah, and I know you're going to say, yeah, but the, the bedpost banging against the wall or something. But it's just noise. And if they reduce the problem to just noise, the problem is noise, that they're being kept yeah. awake or disturbed by noise in the early hours of a Sunday morning. Why the noise is being made or what's causing the noise to mm. be made really is irrelevant unless they want to get into being a moral, the moral judges next door. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the whole <laughs> below... He's both laughing at me. I hate well, you this see, guy, you see. The popular swingers, yeah. Mike, um, if you're not specific about the noise, there might be more than one noise going on, uh, you know, uh, of a night. All you have to say so is So the popular swingers are thinking, oh, no, well, we'll just turn down the Barry White uh, on the hi-fi and uh, then the, the, <laughs> there's, there's even more banging going on then. But you see, maybe that'll solve the problem. Maybe it's Barry White that's making the noise. Maybe it's Barry White that's making the noise. But all they have to deal with it, they have to deal with this like as if it was a pro, that the problem is just the noise. Forget about the fact that in their imaginations or perhaps really these people are popular swingers and they're all getting up to all kinds of everything. That's none of their business and it doesn't matter what people are doing. If it's all consensual and they're doing it in their own house, it doesn't matter what they're doing. But if it's making noise that's disturbing you, then you have a right to say, can you dial down the noise a little bit? You don't have to be any more specific than that. You don't have to get into what's causing the noise or what kind of noise it is. Just say, we're hearing a lot of noise uh, in the early hours of the morning and we can't sleep and we are having, I presume the nieces are kids and that's part of the problem. Or nuns. Or nuns, maybe, yeah. 
But I mean, you don't have to get into any of that. So I think, you know, they're making this out to be a huge big thing where you're going to have to discuss the fact there's loads of people having sex, which is making the noise. Oh, yeah. Forget about that. Just say there's a lot of noise. Can you just dial down the noise? That's all they have to do. And you do that by knocking on the door and saying, Harriet, you know, uh, how's it going? Just a small issue. Would you mind dialing down the noise? I, you, you know, yeah, I mean, you could even say you seem to have people in or something and there's a lot of noise going on. And it's disturbing us. If you could dial it down, we'd appreciate yeah. it. Uh, the two of them? Or just no, one of them? one of them should be fine. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's scared to do it by himself. So it's gonna ha- that's more like a delegation then. Oh, no, look, at she should she, do it. She's, she's more comfortable. She <laughs> yeah. should do it. Like, I don't see what the big deal is. I genuinely don't. I agree with you completely. And I think, but the reason why I was a bit, mm, was, wasn't about, it wasn't about your analysis. It was about the fact that I believe in the middle of this whole problem is the idea of the judgment. Mm. And, and that's what's almost making the problem of the noise and the disturbance even bigger. It's yeah. because they are adding a, a judgment in on top and the righteousness of their feelings about that yeah. mean they're getting kind of exasperated at a level that's beyond saying it's a noise pollution problem. Um, yeah, so from that point of view, I go, they need to just get a grip and, you know, and also <laughs> that they need to decide whether or not they, they believe that the noise itself is something that they can actually complain about. Because if it was just the noise, I think they would have already done something about it. I think that reality is, is that there's a few Barry White records being played late at night but the whole general feel of it is creating a kind of an irritation that's causing the problem and God you know the pearl clutching is actually what's keeping them awake at night rather than the noise <laughs> yeah I must say for the sentence my nieces are yeah, saying it's this all weekend a like, and now my husband and I agree we need to finally address the issue it's all a bit uptight and that's not about noise that is that is yeah. oh they're the person you know like it's if all they're that. not banging with each other out in the front garden like that's their business like you yeah. know what I mean if they're yeah. not causing a visual... Where would they have the swing? No. What? Where would they have the swing? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, are they entitled to be concerned about what's going on next door? No. I think that's fair, says the texter. It's not. It's not. If it's all consensual, unless you feel they were kidnapping people on the street and dragging them in by the hair. Yeah, they're going in smiling, they're coming out smiling. smiling. You like, need to... Put, yeah. you know, it's like, it's the happiest house. Yeah. John says, the best way to reduce the noise from swinging neighbours is to just ask them to use rubber instead of leather. I'd imagine rubber is less noisy. <laughs> Mother God, yeah, that's, that's a level of expertise yes, no one in this true. studio has. No, I've not done uh, that, I've no just, idea. Just throw an egg at their bedroom window. <laughs> is, that so, a, is that a secret symbol or I don't think so. It's, it's, it's like, like it's vandalism. It's house. just terrorising the poor yeah. people God. next door. I think, I That's think, making me worried because in our neighbourhood WhatsApp group about two weeks ago there was somebody saying we just got egged. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Just Kids do that because <laughs> if your house gets egged it's really hard to because uh, oh, it makes it? a permanent stain. You can't, uh, you can't just wash, wash it off. Egg. No, you have, to get, you have to paint over it. It's a what? whore if you get egged. Wow. Egged on the wall or egged yeah, on the window? Yeah, if you get egged on the wall of your house, it's 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 really hard to get out. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. Because it's in the egg. Yeah. What's in an egg that makes it... The album... I don't know. You don't wash it yeah. off with like hot water and a yolk. Could you not wash the yolk off the wall? Well, uh, uh, no. I, I, like, I've, you know, I've lived in egged well, houses and it's hard to get it out. Oh, uh, especially if they throw the egg up high as well and then... You can't get at it. You can't get at it. If, unless you had a power washer or something. Yeah. Maybe a power washer might do it. Yeah, right. I don't know. That would pull the paint off as well, yeah, though. And might the end of having to paint. God, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. But there you are now. You yeah. But I wouldn't suggest... Our, our, no, some, our, people, some, some people are asking for the address of this house. They're, they're happy to call <laughs> over and have a chat with them this weekend. Um, <laughs> but it's also, you know, the, the idea that, um, you know, I think that these people next door who are 
organising their, their get-togethers and whatever kind of get-together they are, um, I, I'd imagine from the most part, people would be a little bit um, embarrassed if they thought that they were causing, you know, a lot of disturbance to people next door. Some people don't care and they just, you know, they're going to have their, their late night parties and their raves next door and you, you have to get the police involved. But most of the time, people, you know, including most, you know, well-mannered popular swingers, they probably would be of the opinion <laughs> that they want to do whatever they're doing, but they don't want to cause hassle for their neighbours. And they have no idea of how much noise can be exactly. heard next door. So I think that massive thing, are, I yes, think it, having a people. chat yeah. is, quite, is quite a mature adult thing to do yeah. would be to knock in and exactly like you said, Barbara, to say, you know, the I noise is just disturbing. Would you mind yeah. it? If, if it is actually the noise and the reason why they mightn't do it is because the people who wrote the letter in realise yeah. it's really the judgement and the pearl clutching that's causing them. not the moral issue. police. You know nope. what I mean? You're only the neighbour. And we also don't have... bear in mind that with neighbours you're potentially going to have to live beside them for the next however many years. Yes, all absolutely. Yeah. All, all, all of them. Yeah, exactly. I'd be interested to know though, like, I'd be looking to see, is it the same people who come every weekend or are they rotating through, you know? Just as a pure prurient interest. <laughs> I, 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 like, how, big, how, is the, how, how big is the, the Why the, do they the cast their net? Yeah. yeah. You know. How, how does that work That's, exactly? Swinging clubs and swinging yeah. groups I've and swinging forums and the dark web. No idea. Yeah. It all just sounds like way too much hard work. Uh, John to says me. The, uh, the great masters, I in great uh, uh, paint, you know, uh, artists use eggs in their paint. Last hundreds of years, so it's <gasps> really? hard. It is hard like to get varnish. Oh, no, there you uh, go. Make themselves, uh, make yourselves as undesirable as possible. And the next time you see them, say you'd love to join in. They'll be really quiet from then on, so as to give the impression they don't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Maybe. Why are they jumping to the conclusion that their neighbours are swingers just because they have a party once a month? Exactly. I assume there's specific noises they're hearing uh, yeah. um, uh, unless they all watch. Maybe they come around and they watch, they watch really porn. loud porn movies. Yeah, maybe they do. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm, I'm now paranoid. I've had a few family gatherings over the past few months <laughs> and now I'm concerned my neighbours <laughs> think I'm involved in some sort of debauchery, says Kieran. Somewhere in me. Yeah. Not willing to specify where. Now, and so, and some, there's, well, uh, um, Everyone's in there, you know, they're jealous. Uh, I think you're being unfair on these people. Loud parties once a month with sex. Not I, not ideal for a family estate. Uh, the uh, But it's the loudness, really, I think. We've with all. sex? Yeah. I mean, like, that's just gas. Yeah. Well, there was what a little bit of pearl clutch in there as well. Yeah, like, wait, will you? Like, family estate. <laughs> these are your durable relationships. There'd be a bit of sex going on in most houses all the time. Anyway, anyway especially so after a loud party. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. But then again, at the same time, if it's really loud, sex... Right. But your two people can have really loud sex. Oh, you no, absolutely, I mean? yeah. You don't have to have an apartment. I wonder, like, are these, you know, are these terraced houses or... or well, they're houses they that be... have been built any time from kind of about the 60s yeah. on or, you know, we can hear the light switch going on next door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, I'll refer to my previous statement, which is if the people next door are nice and popular swingers, they will be totally willing to take on board the idea yeah, that they're, exactly. that, you know, it's just knock yeah. you next door and tell them. Yeah, I lived in a f- flat in England years ago. And the woman who lived downstairs came up and knocked on my door and says, will you just pee on the side of the bowl? Because I can she hear when not. you do it directly. And yes. Oh, bless. Bless. That was really sweet. Yeah, that yeah. was nice of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely woman. Yeah. 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 Lovely, lovely nice. woman. Yeah. Uh, my colleague does an enormous amount of grooming when we're in the office. We sit beside each other and I'm acutely aware of what is happening and often exposed to what she's doing. She's constantly brushing her hair and f- filing her nails. Last week, she produced a pumice stone from her handbag and started sanding down her oh, bare feet. Oh, I could see several errant flakes oh. of skin landing on my own desk. I was horrified. 
Uh, but I'm a quiet man. I keep to myself and I don't have the confidence to confront her. The straw that broke the camel's back and motivated me to write to you occurred yesterday when she said she was getting ready for a date that night and started rubbing fake tan on her arms right beside me. The entire office stank of biscuits. <laughs> she followed this up by clipping her toenails, which also added to the heady aroma. What should I do? This is clearly the husband of the, uh, of the couple living next door to the swingers. Might have been. I, I want to know bad. why she only put the fake tan on her arms uh, uh, if she thought it was going to be a successful date. She was wearing trousers. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. successful date. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's obviously very comfortable in her space and the desk, you know, and and that's a good thing, I suppose, for people in a work environment. But I think, obviously, there's boundaries that she's not aware of. That's not a good Um, thing. It's completely disgusting. I mean, I don't personally, the the, the fake tan, you know, doesn't bother me, even though the stuff does smell rank. Obviously. As much as the... As much as the um, oh, ouchy, bouchy, yeah, <laughs> that's makeup, Barbara. Yeah, we used to uh, do this slot on a Monday. Oh my god, no, Barbara, <laughs> no, Barbara, fake tan. <gasps> no, never did fake tan ever. Did you do fake tan? No, no, that was something else you were smelling, Barbara. It oh was my God! Bless herself. Biscuits. No. Yeah, it was biscuits. It was biscuits. Yes, you spent the weekend peeling spuds. That's what the smell was. But isn't it? The, isn't it the idea of speaking of peeling? It's the it's the pumice oh and the bears and the flakes of skin. The, yeah, it's disgusting. And it's even take your pick, really. nails yeah. and hair and all that kind of stuff. That's disgusting. That stuff shouldn't be done in front of other people. I, you know, people might think, "Oh, I'm just dragging a brush through my hair." Please, just go to the bathroom and do that. I don't want no, your hair exactly. on my desk. I don't want your that's you know, that's this is a workspace. Mm. I think that's the that's the key to this really, is that even if this colleague doesn't want to personally go over and say anything to the, the, you know our um our beauty queen drop out, whatever yeah. she is, um that it is actually responsibility of, of the whoever their manager is to, to do something about this because it's it's disturbing, it's it's distracting and it's unhygienic. And I think that the, a boss would be willing to go over and say, it's quite easy to say that. You go, it's great that you're really com- comfortable here in the office and we really respect you do your great job and all that. But it isn't professional. Yeah, is she though? She seems to spend an awful lot of her time <laughs> on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. might be more productive if you came to work you with know? your nails already did. <laughs> the thing that made me uh, also stood out for me, I mean, I, I agree with you with all the grossness of it and everything, but, uh, and he's talking about the fake tan and the smell of biscuits and then he said she followed this up by clipping her toenails which also added to the heady aroma. What has she got? Oh, yeah. Feet. Toenails smell. Yeah. No, feet. not particularly. Not unless feet. like she's got really stinky feet. Oh, Taking her feet I mean, out. the whole thing just made me feel kind of sick. Yeah. She probably um, pulled her feet out of her Ugg boots and put oh, them up on the desk oh, and then started clipping away yeah, yeah. while away. saying, <laughs> which emergency service do you require? Yeah, yeah. No, you can't speak to the manager. <laughs> the manager's not here today. Do you know, I wouldn't. I mean, I know your man has said that he's a quiet man and all the rest of it mm. and he doesn't know what to do. I don't think he should go to his manager. I think in this instance, because what she's doing is clearly, like as you say, my mother always taught me that even taking out your hairbrush in public was bad manners. You know what I mean? You don't right, brush okay. your hair in front of other people. For that reason, you have bits of your hair flying everywhere. So as you say, go like all workplaces have a bathroom. So she can go to the bathroom, brush her hair, do her toenails, put on her fake tan, do whatever the hell she wants to do. But I do think it should be quite simple for this guy to say, listen, 
Mary, you know, you're great and we get on great and everything. But would you ever mind just taking that your ablution stuff to the bathroom? Because I'm just not. You could also use the smell of the fake tan as making you get a migraine or feel mm, nauseous yeah. or something like that. And just ask her to take. Because as long as you don't say anything, she thinks you're OK with it. So I, I don't think. Yeah, I think. And I'm also wondering, is there nobody else in the office? Are there that's other women kind in the office? Of, that's the bit. If there's nobody else in the office, it makes it really awkward because, you, you know, the only con- confrontation will be between you yeah. and your, your, your colleague. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Confrontation. He yeah. should be able to say it to her. I mean, she sounds to me like she's a bit thick, that if she doesn't, that she doesn't realise that what she's doing is gross and shouldn't be done in an office. Oh, yeah, no doubt it's about that. But, he, but he's been letting her away with it. He's, so yeah. it's certainly it's yeah. what's the problem now. Yeah, but you could just say, to, I mean, again, honestly, <laughs> it took me a long time to work up the courage to say this to Mary, but I'd really like if you take that into the bathroom. That'd be yeah. great. Thanks a million. If you're not looking for a confrontation, then she's a an, an idiot if she if For she some people that's a really hard thing to say though I think yeah, I go I would go with the boss Would you? Really, yeah. Why try it yeah. yourself first? No because taking your foot out and cutting your toenails that's, at gross. Your desk, that's gross That's You should have said it the first time Yeah Like whoa Stop Or just Yeah Throwing up My mother once worked with a man who cut his toenails at work with the desk scissors Oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Oh, that's sweet that's Jesus. Uh, has to be careful uh, what way he phrases it to the boss. We'll just describe it to the boss, I would have thought. Why do you have to be careful? It's yeah. gross. What she's doing is clearly gross. Yeah. And it's, it is. It's about boundaries. It's about whether or not two people are comfortable in the same shared space. And it doesn't really matter what the reason is. I think if he has... And it's not even about work. I mean, as you said, like, she's paid to do a job and she's clearly sitting there doing a whole load of other stuff things that she's not getting paid for. But I mean, if you were out and even though during the lunch break, she I was still doing think, that. Yeah, it's I still gross. think it's gross. Yeah. And it's yeah. not. It's, it's not. manners. It's a basic manners thing. I oh, Ed thinks that level of grooming sounds relatively harmless. If she decides to give herself a full Hollywood wax in the middle of the office, then you know you're in trouble. And uh, Rose says, who's pearl clutching now, Declan? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Pearl! Pearl! Uh, oh, good on you! That's not oh. pearl clutching. Boom. I dare you. Uh, Barry says, in the recent past, it was a swingers group near me. One game involved the female participants getting into wheelie bins. The men uh, then took Ooh. a bin at random, and that was their amorous partner for the evening. P.S. Somebody tell me. Uh, says Barry. Where'd you get a wheelie bin from that's not in use like to do that? I assume this... I don't know th- any this, woman who'd get into a wheelie bin. Yeah. a green wheelie bin. There was a bit of toenail cutting going on after that, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. That's no, that's disgusting. Gross. Yeah. That's, oh, that's people are, people are feral. People are. Absolutely. I just have a picture of people ringing up what you call them, whatever the wheelie bin people are called. Yeah. And saying, could I have an extra wheelie bin, please? <laughs> for because me, for me sex parties. bringing it inside and using it for your sex parties. No. Just spin the bottle, guys. Where would you put it? We'd have to live out that's gross. That's terrible. Yeah. Who wrote that? That's desperate. Really, uh, I sometimes use the library to work from home uh, when the house is free. Uh, uh, when the house is busy, sorry. It's free, quiet and only around the corner. But over the last year, I've received a handful of notes signed by a secret admirer. At first I thought it was really sweet, but now I've realised I've no idea who it is. The most recent note is signed with their number requesting we go on a coffee date. Is this really romantic or actually just very toxic? I'm flattered but also feel this is a potential red flag. Would it be a bit wild to ask the library if they can review camera footage so then they can see if the person is good looking or not before committing to a blind date? God almighty. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm too old. Like, seriously. What? In what it, planet is this flag? not creepy? It's a big, huge red isn't flag. It? A big, huge red I flag. Like that it. she's had a series of notes over the past year. Uh, 
signed by a secret admirer, one of which is, here's my number, uh, can we go on a coffee date? I would run an absolute bloody mile. Yeah. Do you know, if there's somebody who's <laughs> seeing you in the library and thinks, you know, yeah, I'd like to make contact, you know, there's all the other stuff that you do, like smiling and like having, you know, it's a lovely day out and whatever else and then moving it on. But sending notes unsigned and putting your number on it, I would run an absolute mile. Now, I know there's part of any anybody who'd be a little bit flattered, but I think that's seriously creepy. What I would suggest this woman do is destroy the next note that comes very obviously. Yes. Set fires with in the middle of the library. In the middle of the library. <laughs> because chances are this person is in the library when you're in the library. Um, yeah. And that's what I would find really creepy about this. He... He presumably knows when you're in the library and that's why how he's managing to leave the notes for you. So yeah. I don't I doubt if the library is complicit in any of this. And I certainly wouldn't be asking them for CCTV. I would just cut it stone dead absolutely immediately. I'd never go back to that library no, again. No, and, yeah. and, and, libraries are great. No, yeah. no, no libraries they are great. They are, but there's, like, there's a psycho killer in this particular <laughs> yeah, library. Well, yeah. No one knows who's there. Yeah, but I think <laughs> you're safe enough once you're in the library. I don't yeah. think they allow killings. It's very phantom walking of the opera. Walking of. home from the library. <laughs> Get a bike. Has nobody read Misery? That's ah. all seen the movie? This is, more, oh. this is the territory we're talking about. Yeah, no, that's very. Do you yeah. think that's creepy? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, really creepy. But I think I'm like, the outlier. No, in it's, here it's the fact that the fact that the, the, it isn't just it isn't completely disparming creepy to this person that they're actually going creepy but if they're good looking I'll let them know. I thought it was a bit sweet like initially. <laughs> it's like, that's not sweet. Yeah, that's no. awful. Well, no, somebody yeah. says Barbara get off your high horse. What is wrong with someone being romantic? I met my husband when he left a note on my desk at work. One note. One note. This fella's been leaving her notes for over a year. And, and she doesn't know who he is. And she doesn't know and who he is. And presumably she knew who yeah. this guy was. And yeah. It probably said stop cutting your toenails at the desk please. Yeah. And she yeah. went Aww. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, sorry, yes, Declan. Sorry, no. I was going to say the same thing. I think that it is it is creepy. And look, with all due respect to our caller in our texter in who, who met their husband through one note, I think if somebody hasn't got you the told me to get off my high horse, that's terrible. Yeah, I, don't, I know. You don't have a high horse. I don't. You have a horse. I know you have a very high horse for yeah. me to be able to be higher on the horse than I am anyway. I don't if have people a high want horse. to make contact with people, they, these don't do creepy things. No, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's but someone creepy. says no. you could put uh, the number into WhatsApp and a, and a photograph might come up of this person. Why would you? So if they don't look like, like psycho killers very often don't look like psycho that's killers. That's true, yeah. They don't, don't usually wear that. their psycho right. killer hats no. uh, in, yeah, in, no. in their profile exactly. pictures. Yeah. And you it's, don't know it, if it's a real picture no. anyway. So and don't you, go, no. don't, just it's, cut it stone dead. But like, like, I'm trying to think of the mind of the person who'd put a note in there and go, and who's getting and again, to kick a watch and again, yeah. Most no. people texting are saying maybe he's just shy. Ah, stop. Uh, and they think it's nice. It's not nice. That's not nice. I don't know. Are you need desperate? to, you know, a faint heart's never, whatever that expression oh, is. Oh, that was gas. Declan's water nearly went there nearly, all over the place. I nearly... Yeah, he isn't even my water. <laughs> no, that's creepy. I don't do it. I don't, well, our, our listeners all uh, Would it be creepy if a woman was leaving a guy notes? Yes. yes, yes, it would. <laughs> Have you not seen the film Misery? <laughs> it's really creepy. It's really, and it mightn't be just a note. It could be a spell. You yeah. know what they're like. I think all our listeners uh, are so drinking. A, a body of opinion that uh, the note lever works in the library. Oh no, that's a bishmarking. Is that still a word? Be smirking. Smirching, yeah. Be but then again, this Well, if she's getting a note every time she's in the library, then it's someone who's in the library a lot, which, you know, leans us towards perhaps someone who works in the library, who is there, who sees them come in every day, who sees them it take out. It could be Henry, book. the mild mannered janitor. Yeah. 
I think that's no. I think yeah. it's probably there. I my mind would go to somebody who is spending a lot of time in the library because they haven't got a big life and uh, they like going to the library and watching people coming and going. It is I a setup from a Stephen King book for sure. This is not I don't good. think it's somebody who works in the library because, in my experience, people who work in the libraries are all grand. Yeah. But you never know. One could have slipped through. One could have slipped through. Yeah. Either yeah. way, don't get involved. Don't do anything with it um, and just destroy the note very obviously and don't give it any more of your time or energy yeah. or thoughts. I think, I think we all agree on that. But we no, all agree. It all seems as if the general don't. public think this guy's an absolute dreamboat. Wow. Um, uh, I used to be that sort of shy, hopeless romantic, but I realised that while I wasn't a creep, it came across as creepy. Yeah, so I point. toned it down in a hurry. Much better to introduce yourself yes. than do the anonymous romance it's stuff. awful. And, I mean, yeah. and one note, maybe, you might get away with if you then kind of followed it up with this is me, but not a whole load of notes. That's terrible. That's and the reality of it is, if you are a really shy person and you find it really hard to interact with somebody, that's part of your character and your personality, which to the other person is either going to preclude you from, they're just not going to be into that because that's not the kind of person they like, or they're going to find it charming and interesting. But you need to have an interaction. You need, I'm yes. being brave enough to go, I don't normally do this and I'm clanking myself, yeah. but yeah. I, you know, it's very interesting. I thought you were around, would you go to bed with me? Yeah. Okay, I, I, Sorry, I'm a guy. What? Whatever you say, I don't know uh, what you say. I'm a guy. I got romanced anonymously by a female work colleague. I really admired her approach. Nice to see a gal make the first move and initiate things. Another texter says, the fact he gave his number proves he is normal. Do you think? Well, I mean, he's... He, he could have a burner phone. He's yeah. going <laughs> to... <laughs> I mean, I know, yeah. It's, it's, on, it's one on one, really. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. We're totally at odds with our listeners. Yeah, yeah. no, they're... Drink or something this afternoon, yeah. they? Or maybe it's because it's a leap year day. Yeah. Okay. You see, I, 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 you know, we can't... We can't because we could be open to all sorts of uh, legal action saying, you know, get in contact with them and tell us what happened because... Oh, God, no. No, no, don't do that. Oh, no, because, don't you know, that. it's like, I just think... No. Yeah. No, that's putting basically putting somebody else that you find attractive in charge of actually contacting you to me feels yeah. no, that's, that's just not. It doesn't matter what gender you are. Just creepy, creepy. Yeah, creepy. sorry. And I mean, there's a difference between one note, like the fellow who said his girl, now wife or so left him a note in work and a whole load of notes over a period of a year. That's where the creepiness is. Would you rather yeah. a note or like some kind of like, um, like flirtatious, non-verbal kind of little glance across the room oh, kind of thing. Yeah, the flirtatious glance Much across better. the room is way better. Yeah, than yeah. if you're not interested. Yeah. Just even just, like, just saying hello yeah. because, yeah. you know, I see you every day, you see me every day, yeah, hello. Hi, how are you? You know. Yeah. And build it up yeah. slowly. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys have lost the romance book. Apparently, that's very possible. I think that's yeah. very no. possible. No, that's, it's much more romantic to do to, to to you know put yourself outside your comfort zone. It's much more romantic to speak to people, being kind of clandestine and sending notes like you're in sixth classes. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. yeah. Kate says it's great content for a book. Um, yeah. <laughs> where the where the woman died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just keep ignoring the notes, indulging in some ritualized destruction of his note might set in motion something more sinister. Ah, stop. Says John. Okay, wow. but then I take that back. Oh my god, now it's all on me. Wow. Yeah, okay. As in like if you if you destroy it, you'll set it up him yeah. over the fire edge. and do a chant over it. And then no, but you'll set him you'll you'll throw him over the edge where he'll become desperate. Yeah. I think that's what they're saying. Wow. Maybe she could even oh, if she is not in a relationship. Guards. Get someone to come in with her one day into the library, a man, and, you know, put arms around each other a That's, bit, go, look, yeah. it's yeah. stalker boy, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in yeah. a relationship. Maybe the maybe the letter writer is a woman. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, this let's, is possible. You know, so, maybe, yeah, you know, sorry. Good point, you know, yes. You didn't. Possible, uh, yeah. 
when did Declan get up on a high horse with Barbara? Somebody wants to know. <laughs> it's leap year. There's I'm no high horse big enough for the two of them. <laughs> uh, One she day should, the she should withhold her caller ID and keep calling that number until she sees somebody react or look at their phone and that way she'll know who it is and can make a judgment after she's cast an eye on them. Okay, Nancy Drew. That's no. Whether they're, you know, no. a lunatic or whether they're a nice person. You can't I, do that. I, I, was, I was being sent messages by post but it was a redundant internal most, a post box used. Her friend then, uh, w- uh, one asked what was wrong with the mail. They opened the post box and about 30 notes fell out. What? I think... Yeah. Is this at work? This must have been at work. Somebody was being sent uh, messages by post. Like a court summons. Yeah, probably. Uh, Caroline says, going back to Toenail Girl, uh, I can understand why the guy is afraid to say anything. That's a bullying claim in the making, depending on how badly she takes it. I work in HR, and if I had a euro for every awkward conversation I've had to have around grooming, personal hygiene, farting, etc., I wouldn't need to work. Oh my God. So is she saying then that an issue like that has to be referred to HR to deal with? Absolutely, yeah. Or, or the, he's a bully. Or he or he has in a way that he couldn't be accused of being bullying. The language that you use when you approach Good can't Lord. be like, you know, you don't criticise. I would last five minutes in an office. You are a bully though. Day. You'd be an awful one at work. I'd yeah. to work with you ever. Actually, you're yeah, saying what you think uh, in a direct manner. How dare you, Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> Your face never. I am the one who gets bullied in here by you two all the time. Get up with you. Oh God. Uh, yeah, and I'm you. not going to mention the fact that in school there was somebody who used to call me Scully the bully. <laughs> <laughs> Where Same are they you. now? Yeah, are you yeah. on the radio yeah. now? Uh, right. That's our last uh, for, for this week <laughs> Barbara and Declan thank you both very much Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk